How is it going, everybody? Welcome back to Social Media Marketing School. For those of you that are new here, I am your host, Ethan Bridge. And before we dive into today's episode, I just want to make sure that you've hit that follow button or that subscribe button, depending on what platform you are listening on. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts and you enjoy what you hear today, I would really appreciate it if you head over to the show page, scroll to the bottom, and leave the podcast a five star rating and review. But now we've got that out the way, I just want to start off by saying thank you all for tuning in and let's dive straight in to today's episode. Now, when it comes to growing an audience on Instagram, in my opinion, there is a right and a wrong way to set up your profile. When I speak to a lot of people, they are doing the hard work, they're putting in the engagement, they're posting daily content to attract as much attention and reach as possible to their page. They're getting people to visit their page, but then nobody is clicking that follow button. They can't get them past that final hurdle. Now, throughout my journey of building a personal brand on Instagram, I cannot even begin to tell you the amount of different strategies and tactics and little tweaks I've made to my page in order to maximize my follower conversion. That's the number of people that visit my page to the number of people that actually click my follow button. I've tested all of these different things and I've come to a conclusion whereby I found the formula that's brought me the highest percentage And there are different components that make up a high follower converting profile. And that's exactly what I want to talk through in today's episode. So I'm going to talk through five different things. But these things I talk about, they're also going to help in actually getting people to visit your page in the first place. We want to increase our reach as much as possible, but then we want to combine that with the factors that are going to help convert those page visitors into followers. So I'm gonna talk through five different components. I'm gonna talk through your profile picture. I'm gonna talk through your username and display name. I'm gonna talk through your bio, your highlights, and then finally, just a short segment on the end about your content itself. So without any further ado, let's just dive straight into the profile picture point. You've gotta remember that when people are searching for your page or stumbling across a certain niche or they're seeing people in the suggested for you tab, your profile picture is one of the main things that is gonna try and help your page, your account stand out amongst the other creators that are being shown. For example, if somebody was searching social media marketing or Ethan for my personal page, my profile picture is going to be the thing that separates me from everybody else that shows up in that search. If my profile picture isn't of a high quality, doesn't show me or showcase my brand in a professional high quality manner, then people aren't going to select to choose my page over somebody else's. This profile picture point is primarily important for the suggested for you tab. If you don't know the suggested for you tab, when you follow someone else's account, Instagram is going to suggest other pages that are similar to the one that you have just followed. And all it essentially shows is your profile picture in large with your username underneath with the option to hit follow or not. If your profile picture is professional, shows your face, shows that you are welcoming, invites people to want to come and visit your page, you will stand out 
amongst the rest of the competition that are being showed amongst that suggested for you tab. So number one, your profile picture should stand out. Take a quality headshot of you if it's a personal brand page. You can even change the color of the background of that picture to suit your personal brand colors. If you are a business, make sure that your logo is clear, it's sizable, and it does stand out amongst the people that you're going to be competing with. Because if it doesn't, people aren't going to want to visit your page over the other ones that are being showed in the suggested for you tab. So tip number one, make sure your profile picture is on point. It needs to be clear. Please don't make it blurry. If it's blurry, no one is ever, ever going to click on it. So clear, professional, and make sure it stands out. Moving on to your username and your display name. So people are going to have conflicting opinions on this, but I'm going to give you the reasoning behind why I chose my username as the marketing Ethan. When it comes to social media, in my opinion, people need to be able to find you no matter whether they know your name or not. So, for example, if people know my name is Ethan, they can type in Ethan and I could potentially show up. But if they aren't looking for me via my name and they're simply searching a niche, for example, they want to find content on social media marketing or marketing, they can also find me because my name is the marketing ethan they know my name they can find me if they just want to find content on a niche they can find me as well because i've got marketing in there so when you are picking your username i would recommend that you have your niche within that username so that it works within the seo search engine optimization so that when people are searching they can find you whether they know your name or not now if you are a personal brand page and you're looking at this long term sure going for solely your name is also a very sensible idea it's down to you whatever one you may find preferable but if you do go for your name and your name only your display name is where you need to ramp it up a little with regards to the search engine optimization. Your display name is the one that sits just above your bio. It's the bold text. So this can be changed within your profile settings, but this also works hand in hand with your username so that people can find you within search. So if you look at mine, mine is Ethan, and then it's got a bullet point, social media marketing. Again, this works quite well with my username. Again, I'm reinforcing the fact that my name is Ethan. If people want to find me via my name and my name only, they can find me because Ethan is in there. But if they are looking for content on social media marketing, if they type social media marketing into the search on Instagram, my page will also show up. And I'm also reinforcing that keyword of marketing, the one that is in my username, because that is also in my display name. So if someone types in marketing, I've got marketing in my username, and marketing my display name as my account continues to grow and i get that more engaged audience i have a higher chance of appearing for that keyword in the search but i'll also show up if people type in social media marketing i feel as if i'm kind of repeating myself here but i'm trying to reinforce the fact that these things work hand in hand when people are trying to find you in the search on instagram you need to have the keywords somewhere for the niche that you create content on either in your username or your display name so with your username you can go down two different routes if you're a business or a 
personal brand, yes, you can have your business name or solely your personal name. Or you can go down the route of having your niche in there as well with your first name, for example, like mine, The Marketing Ethan. But then you need to reinforce that in your display name, the bold one that sits just above your bio, by again having the keywords from your niche and your first name. That way people can find you by using your name or by searching for the niche that you create content on. That way people can find you whether they know your name or not. That's the username. Next, we have your bio. This is where you really need to show yourself off a little bit. I have tested many, many, many different bio combinations because this is one of the main things that influences people to hit that follow button. And you will find that if you change one sentence within your bio, it will dramatically change your follower conversion rate. So it's a case of testing multiple different things, making notes of the results and the amount of people that are clicking follow relative to how many page visits you're getting, and then putting together the best combination so that you do have the highest converting bio. But I've made a whole podcast episode in the past about how you should structure your Instagram bio. And essentially what I tell people is to split it into four different lines. You get four lines in your bio before a little see more button pops up. So these first four lines are really, really important. And I feel as if you should split them into four different categories to maximize the way you sell yourself. So line one, what do you do? What can people expect from your page? Do you create content on social media marketing? I provide social media marketing tips, something along those lines. Line two, a bit of social proof. What have you done for other people? Why should people trust you? Because at the end of the day, if they are stumbling across your page for the first time, it's likely that they've never heard of you before. So you need to provide them with that trust so that they can trust you and therefore want to hit that follow button. So if you have over a certain amount of students, tell people. If you've got a degree in something, tell people. If you've won awards, tell people. Have that element of social proof in one of these lines in your bio. Line three, I'd promote your services a little bit. Showcase the fact that you do provide services on a certain topic. I provide content creation services or DM for content creation services. So now we've got three lines. We've got what you do, why people should follow you, the service you provide, and then line four, I strategically make this one as a call to action for my website link because the line four in your bio is the one that sits just above your website URL that Instagram allows you to have on your profile. So I would have, for example, check out my podcast below and then there will be the link to my podcast. So that is how, very simply, I would structure your bio. And obviously, the first attempt you do at your bio probably won't be the highest converting. So make a note of what you did, test it for a week, change a line, test it again, change a line, test it again, and you'll find that over time, you will get that percentage rate higher and higher because your bio is essentially one of the most important things. So do some research on other creators as well because they've all done the testing. So see what works for them, streamline that process for you and come up with a compelling bio. The next point I want to move on to now are your highlights. People often neglect their highlights. I did for a very, very, 
very long time and it wasn't until a couple of months ago that I did sit down and record some proper highlights for my profile. So I would instantly say if you go onto an account that does have highlights and an account that doesn't have highlights, the one that doesn't have highlights simply looks incomplete in my opinion, looks very unprofessional. So having highlights about anything could be helpful, but you could create your highlights in a way that are beneficial to you, your business and your following essentially. So a lot of people will just use highlights as a place to showcase their best content. But in my opinion, that's not very strategic. Highlights can be a great way to convert people, sell your product or service, let people know more about you. And that's why I say that you should structure them in a way that they do so. So if you go on my page, for example, my very first highlight is an about me. If people don't know who I am and they're visiting my page for the first time, that highlight is there. They can click on it and watch it and learn about me, what I do, what they're going to get from my page and why they should follow me. If they don't want to read my bio, they can just click on that and listen to me personally. It's a video of me talking, a professional video. It's recorded on a proper camera rather than me just holding up my phone. And I feel as if that is a really good invitation as soon as somebody comes to my page. I then have my product or service. I have my Instagram mastery bundle, which I promote. I have highlight on my podcast. And over time, as I curate more and more testimonials, I will begin introducing a testimonial highlight. So I haven't just used my highlights as a place whereby I promote my favorite pieces of content or my favorite comments on my content. Instead, I've used them strategically to help people get to know me, promote my business, promote my podcast, and then I will eventually have that testimonial highlight, which will help build that trust for when people first visit my page or that trust for if people want to buy my product or services. So do not neglect your highlights. Don't waste them just promoting your content. Think about them. Think about your product or service. Think about you as an individual. How can I use these highlights to promote my page, promote my product in the most professional way possible? Because when you do that, you will get the most out of your highlights. Now, the final thing I want to mention is your content itself. A lot of people will just throw content together and hope it works. But especially in the entrepreneurial niche, you've got people like, Gary V who will just post five, six, seven pieces of content a day, which he can because he has a whole army of people creating content behind him. But if we are personal brands, we don't have the ability to do that. So we can't essentially copy his strategy. Many people will look at him and go, oh, he does really well. He's got 8 million followers and therefore I'm going to follow exactly what he does. It won't work for you. One, he is who he is. Two, he has got people that produce all his content for him so he can post eight pieces of content a day you can't do that most likely maybe this is just a side hustle for you at the moment that you only have an hour or two a day to spend on you can't produce eight pieces of content a day that are high enough quality to warrant that time so instead you have to think about different ways to succeed to excel and in my opinion, that means you have to have a nicely curated, put together feed so that when people do visit your page, it does look professional. With his, yes, it's scatty and all over the place, but he can get away with it because he is posting really valuable content like eight times a day. It's a different strategy that he's going for. If you're posting five to seven times a week, 
So you're posting what he posts in a day, essentially, but in a whole week, you have to go about things in a different way. You can be more professional. You can be more articulate with what you post. And therefore, I feel as if you have to have a theme in the content you produce so that when people do first visit your page, they're sort of taken aback a little bit by how nice it looks, how high quality your content seems at surface level. And that sort of pulls together your page and makes it look as professional as possible. Now, I'm not going to talk too much about content because this could be a whole series of podcast episodes in itself. So I am going to just sort of round up that point there just by saying that, yes, I would pick a theme. I would have brand colors. I would try and make your feed look as aesthetic as possible so that when people do first look at your page, that first sort of judgment They are going to judge a book by its cover when they first visit your page if they haven't seen you before. There's so much competition out there. You've got to stand out straight away. And to do that, your feed needs to look somewhat aesthetically pleasing. So have a theme, have some brand colors, have some consistency within the content you create. And that way, when people look at your page, it will look as professional as you can make it. And that rounds up pretty much all of the pillars, the core pillars of things you need to think about when you are creating an Instagram page so that you are optimizing it for reach and optimizing it for follower conversion, converting that reach into followers. So just to recap, we had your profile picture. Make sure it's professional. We have your username and display name. Make sure they work together to benefit you throughout search. Three, we had your bio this is a really, really important one. Go back and listen or go back and listen to one of my podcast episodes in the past where I solely talk about structuring your Instagram bio. Then we had highlights. Do not neglect your highlights. Create highlights in a way that will benefit you the most. And then finally, we had a short conversation on on how your content theme and the way it looks can benefit that follower conversion. Now that does wrap up today's episode of Social Media Marketing School. But if you want to hear more from the podcast, make sure you've hit that subscribe button or that follow button, depending on what platform you are listening on. That way you are never going to miss an episode when I post one. But if you are listening on Apple Podcasts and you did enjoy what you heard today, I would really, really appreciate if you head over to the show page, scroll to the bottom and leave the podcast a five star rating and review. I cannot even begin to tell you just how much that helps me. And if you do, please take a screenshot of that review, send it to me on Instagram and I will give you a shout out on my story as a thank you. But if you've got any questions with regards to anything that I've mentioned in today's episode, be sure to reach out to me on Instagram at The Ethan Bridge. Send me a DM and I'll make sure I get back to you no matter what. But if you have made it to this point in the episode, I just want to finish off by saying thank you all for tuning in and I will see you in the next one.